Hi, my name is Ade. My name is Angela. My name is Jabi. My name is Wendy. My name is Murawa. My name is Ojolakbe. My name is Ade Banjo. My name is Ade Sola. My name is Vidura. And welcome to the 20s Convos podcast with Wale and Toby. On this podcast, Wale and Toby have conversations about life, society, culture, childhood, relationships, the world, and everything in between. The 20s Convos podcast is all about sharing stories, journaling life, and building a community across the world. Enjoy the episode. My point is that there's a feeling, I probably mentioned this before in a previous episode where I said there's a feeling that some of us act like we're the best humans ever have lived. Mm, since Lysburg. On this and on this earth. Yeah. And the good, moral, sympathetic, and responsible human beings belong to our generation or this lifetime. Hmm. And everybody and before us was wrong. Maybe they were not wrong, but we are more right. Yeah. Than hmm. them. And fair enough, you know, that's a worthy uh, jersey <laughs> slash coat to wear both on Instagram and on, on the workplace. Mm. But I'm just not buying it as much. Yeah. Obviously, what I'm buying is there's a lot of progressive stuff that is going on. Clearly, you know, it's a better world down than it was many years ago. You know what? This word that you just said, progressive, um, I was actually... So I was reading something, right? And th- this is putting us in, say, 100 BCE, um, thereabouts. And What's it's BCE? Ha- um, actually, no. I, BCE is supposed to be what represents... It's just BC, right? You said BCE. No, there's BCE, bro. BCE? Yeah, they've added this era. Like, so they've started adding eras to it because they're trying to... Because, you know, people say BC means before Christ, AD means after the death of Christ. But then, um, I guess that they've tried to, I guess... Remove Christ from it. Yeah, yeah, use era. So, and so, so what does B stand for if there's era? Um, I don't even know. Let me just put it in Google. Thank God for the internet. Um, BCE meaning... Because if it's... B, before if the it's common B. era. So it's before the common era. Right? And then... Um, <laughs> Yeah, and then CE is common era. Um, so yeah, when, sh- did this, when did this when did this start? Um, I don't even know. I don't know. I don't know. Okay, I, let's not digress. Yeah, yeah, let's not digress. So I was trying to say how, like, um, even like th- the Bible is all like Bible history is also filled with people that you know were cl- like that claimed or at least showed some progressiveness, right? So and the specific examples I'm looking at are the Pharisees and the Sadducees. So, like, the Pharisees were kind of, like, the more progressive religious kinds of leaders, whereas the Sadducees were, like, were only listening to the five laws of... Um, to the Do you five... have an example? Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm about to do now. So, um, the Sadducees, you know, only paid attention to the five, to the books of the Torah. So, that's the, the books of Moses. And they didn't factor in oral tradition after that. And so, everything they believed was only in the Torah. But the Pharisees, you know... Yes, they believe in the Torah, but they also give sort of like credence to oral traditions and stuff. And so, you know, whereas Sadducees were very, they're the guys that would say an eye for an eye, a tooth for a tooth. That's what it says. But then Pharisees, you know, were a bit more progressive and um, were interpreting the spirit of the law in certain places. Like, you know, the law has a, a meaning to 
a certain sort of like time and generation. And so there was that progressiveness. But even those Pharisees that called themselves progressive, by the time, you know, Jesus came and the disciples, you know, they were kind of like the ones that seemed too conservative. So honestly, I feel like that also applies to life. Like every, every culture that comes, you know, after would always feel and claim themselves or some section of it always feel and claim to be more progressive and then discredits everything that has come before but the truth of the matter is that if you draw the lines far back enough like they're all connected to like or start from the same place but i guess there are different directions that might be extreme in some cases and maybe not but the point i'm trying to make before i digress too much is just the fact that like i'm sure in 20 years time when some of us are like 60 or 70 you know some of the views that we hold now that seem very progressive you know, will be maybe the conservative things of the of the time to come. So what will you now say at that point in May, time? Yeah. If it gets conservative in 70 years' time, <laughs> that would be a bit. <laughs> you know, as I was saying it, I was like, hmm, if if <laughs> but I, I guess we're saying that now because we've not lived through that. Because I'm I'm sure there's some things now that a lot of people would have felt like if you picked no, up. I mean like from, things feel so blurred right now to the point where if if this blurriness becomes conservative, then what becomes, uh, I don't know, liberal then? <laughs> yeah. Well, to be honest, like, obviously, like, I'm liberal, right? And um, that is... But you know what's funny? Let me digress a little bit. I don't mind digressing since it's just two yeah. of us. Yeah. I've been saying I'm a liberal since. But recently, right, about two days ago. Yeah. I've been, I've gone to question my thoughts on gun laws. Mm. So you know how I think I probably said, oh, you no, know, I'm, I'm I'm speaking about America. Yeah, I've always said that. You know, yeah, I I don't know why people have guns, etc. All of that. I don't know why mm. there's there's right to have guns there. But actually, I think I, I think I get it. Mm. Or, or I think I'm getting it. <laughs> Why? Because what else screams ultimate freedom than the right to defend someone in your family from anybody, including the government and including the person that's most powerful? Think about it. Uh, to be fair, to be honest, like I've not, I've never actually thought about my position on on guns or gun law. To be honest, right? Yeah. I think it's just not, just not my like immediate reality. I know? mean, I I haven't. I, it's not it's not my reality as well. Yeah. But I just said that in the sense of if I call myself a liberal, I was reflecting on what liberal liberals around the world looked like. Yeah. And the typical American conservative will favor gun laws over the liberal person. Yeah. And I've said in the past, maybe on this to you, either in person or on the podcast, same person on WhatsApp or on the podcast, I said, yeah, I, I don't get gun laws. Yeah. But actually, I, I, I think I, I just got stuck on that part. And I just thought, maybe I do get maybe it. You do. Yeah. You know what's also... Because we often, yeah. we often assume that people, those people, as you see on who they describe as maybe, I don't know, rednecks or whatever, that they are foolish. But I don't, I don't really think so. I think... I, I don't like I'm not a fan of of belittling people's wisdom who came before me mm. there was a reason for things that they can't explain now because they are dead and the reasons for those things have been wiped away by other people's existence mm. 
but there was a reason. Because what's the difference between early civilization, you had a sword in your house. Mm. And yeah, people always say, okay, yes. Now I know I remember this thing. I heard this somewhere as well. People always use the example of, well, the mass shootings yeah. and stuff. Yeah. But you're the one who always says correlation and causation, right? Mm. You're the one who's always using those two favorite words. <laughs> and it turns out that it might be a correlation thing because those people who tend to shoot would always, from what I heard, were already most likely mentally ill yeah. in some way. But I and 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 mm-hmm. okay, fair enough. Maybe some guns should not be exactly. <laughs> so maybe, that's what that's maybe, what I'm going to say. Like yeah. most maybe, of the maybe, most of the guns, guns. Yeah, it's, it's, it's about it's about why you're allowing like you know we- kind of weapons exactly yeah, yeah, weapons yeah, yeah. that should be used on battlefields. Yeah, yeah, why is yeah, somebody yeah, walking that. into his to it is his freaking yeah. Walmart or something to buy like bro like. The kind of stores that sell guns in the US. I'm like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, so maybe my yeah. thoughts only stops at simple, <laughs> simple guns, revolvers, and stuff like that. Guns, revolvers, guns that you load after every two seconds so that you can. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, but yeah, absolutely. Yeah. It doesn't make sense to have. Yeah. Yeah. Such weapons. No, no. So, so like, just even going back into just whole like progressive liberal blah 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 thing like i don't know like me and labels are just very because like i feel like saying your one thing right is like you're signing this contract into all all rules or like rules that you're now meant to follow right like aha yeah so what you're saying now yeah at least my points that i spoke about in uh pride and prejudice and identity politics Mm -hmm. group and individual yeah, 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 yeah. After I listened to that episode like four times, I think, yeah, I f- kind of like understood what you were trying to like <laughs> ask of like group. Because what you just said is yeah. you're signing rules to be part of something. Mm-hmm. And that is because the current mantra seems to be that we favor the idea or identity of a group over what me and you can, should, want to do. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Because, if, because yeah. it takes away your ability to be flexible, rational, and make mistakes and change your mind. Yeah. <laughs> to be honest, it feels like this unnecessary, unnecessary human need. I don't know if it's even unnecessary, but you know, we like to put things into well-defined buckets. And I do think there's a point in that because you know, the other extreme of saying. I can choose a label, but I can also hold any views I have is if we bring religion into it is maybe people saying like, oh, yes, I'm a Christian. But then, you know, you almost stand for every single thing that I guess this whole community stands for. But you still want to hold the label and say, yes, I'm my own kind of sort of like, I guess, Christian, were you saying that in, in that point? So I'm like, maybe when it then comes to that. Um, no, but that is good. You're 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 finding you're finding issues with that because you align a lot to the Christian community. Mm, to some parts of the, like you know, I understand the whole culture of Christianity and the whole movement, but like I wouldn't say there's every like 
yes, everybody, like I'll call even every man, my brother and things like that. But, you know, there's certain sects of Christianity or, you know, um, what did they call them? That word is denominations. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or, yeah, exactly. And there's certain truths that they hold, you know, true to themselves that, you know, are not like I would say are not core anymore or no, not, not core anymore. No, let, let's, I don't want to like mention like names and things like that, but you know, um, there's certain parts of, of the certain denominations that have certain beliefs in, I guess, who Jesus is and, and, you know, his, mm. you understand. And there's certain people that also call themselves Christian, but yes, they understand who Jesus is, but they don't sort of like, you know, acknowledge him as, as the son of God in that sense. And so it's like, okay, yes, we're all Christians, right? But like, there's just something fundamental. I guess my thing is, you know, how do we define what is fundamental? That's okay. If you say you're a part of this group, this is what I fundamentally, like this is, these are the fundamentals. And then these are the things that are, you know, to each man his own, but this is the fundamental, right? Okay. So are you asking, how do you, who defines the fundamentals? Yeah. Between the group rules and the conflict between the group rules and individual freedom to break those rules. I won't say break those rules, okay, but no, not break, but not okay, follow create, them. <laughs> create their own rules. Yeah, to create their own the rules. Yeah, rules. yeah, yeah. Exactly. Because, <laughs> because if you think about it, like if you have enough credibility and enough popularity and you identify and you pick a label, right? It might not be a label that you started, but you have you've built enough popularity now. You know, it's possible that that label begins to imitate the things that you prefer and begin to make them laws or make them sort of like the rules for the group, right? Because there's no mm. consensus. No, no, it's like, like, think about it. Donald Trump rising and doing everything. And like, you know him espousing all the things that he was doing, emboldening other people to feel like, yes, he's representing us. Not necessarily that they always wanted to do that, but, you know, this is someone that they identify with that started to do this. Then, you know, maybe this is what everybody in this group should be doing, right? Um, and then they're just living vicariously through, through the guy in that sense. Um, but yeah, I, yeah. Okay, let's let's just <laughs> let's just take a deep breath for a second. Because <laughs> um, I think we're going too deep and too high level. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I was going to say that as well. Uh, okay, well, back to why we're here today. Do we even know why we're here? Is I got an email from the author of. Okay, <laughs> let me rephrase this because I need a personal email. <laughs> exactly, his I was like... Newsletter. Yeah. His newsletter, the, uh, the author of The Two Art of Not Giving a f- something like that, Mark Manson anyway. Some of you might know now Mark Manson. No, I have to like bleep that out. But yeah, go on. I just said the book title though. Yeah, but still. Fair enough, my bad. <laughs> um, yeah, so one of his newsletters, he said, he said, is there such a thing as knowing too much about social issues in the world, right? Mm. And I'll just read the first line of what it said. So for decades, activists have had a steady goal of raising awareness on social issues. This made sense because back in the day, pre-social media dark ages, most people simply were not aware of a lot of suffering and injustice that went on in the world. But in the past 10 years, Awareness on social issues has not only exploded, it's become ubiquitous. Ubiquitous. Yeah, I think I said that right. Mm. Sometimes it seems as though it's all everyone, anyone talks about. So here's a thought that has occurred to me. I don't know if necessarily I believe it, but I've been trying to see, I'm trying, I'm trying it on to see how it feels. 
is it possible to have too much, too much awareness of all the issues in the world? Hmm. Now stop there. And why this caught me and I spoke to you about it was I'm having, I'm having the same thoughts. But obviously knowing the way you excellently put it. Yeah. And that's because okay, let's 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 rewind to um what BLM last year, mm. the black squares. Let's rewind to Donald Trump issues with these calls. Let's rewind to COVID. Let's rewind to Israel-Palestine. Mm. Let's rewind to the wildfires. Let's rewind to Australia, New Zealand, news, all of that. Yeah. And amongst all of that, right, there's also simple nitty-gritty stuff. But my point here is we know what's going on everywhere. Every, mm. Almost everywhere. Obviously, our attention differs to different things, but we know or we have an idea of what's going on. Mm. Right? Is it possible that we know too many things? Should we know less? Then let, let me be unfair by asking you to answer that question as we um, start. Honestly, I, I lean more towards um, knowing less, actually. Um, but I'll preface that or just caveat that with also, right, the issues that are very, um, I guess, clo- like in terms of degrees of separation, the issues that are one, two, three degrees removed from you. People can argue that, you know, the issues that you might think are six degrees separated from you, but if you think about it deeply in one kind of way, they are also primary to you. But um, some of these issues have always, yeah, honestly, there's no straightforward answer because I'm thinking about some issues that because they remained in certain small circles, they went on unnoticed, right? Give an example. Um, like what was going on in the Vatican, um, you know. What was, going on? What was that? Um, you know, cases of sexual abuse um, to, to to young boys. Right? In, how, yeah. how could I not know that? <laughs> exactly. So now, think of that. If we now we now said, okay, um, like if it only if it only remained a local issue, like you know, within that place, let them sort it out themselves because it's too far away. You know, maybe you know we wouldn't see the progress that has happened so far, where they're actually calling people to account. Maybe they could do they, they could probably do more, but you know, some things have happened because. Is there progress are, in that area? Um, I was listening to something how like the new pope is. Some people are standing trial for for certain things, and you know they're you know revisiting certain cases and stuff like that. You know, okay. um, so you know there's that. Like, and, and this is not to discredit, and, and that, this is my thing. There will never be a straightforward answer. We 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 like people to choose sides. Like, yeah, this or yeah, that. And, but I feel like with some of these things, like it's just not. There's some issues that require the global awareness, right? Like things that need a global concerted effort or enough attention. But I feel the mistake that's happening now is that we're trying to give every single thing that platform. And so because people don't have enough time to like really like process things, the point is just to let's just get it out there, right? So everybody is choosing that, okay, me, I just want to raise awareness about this thing. Like, you know, someone shares this thing, you agree with the surface, you think, yeah, largely this is an issue that needs to be discussed. And you tweet about it and you feel like, yeah, I've done my part. But the problem is that like, <laughs> getting things done is a lot harder than that. Awareness is really only the first step. But if all we try to do is just to raise awareness. And the next thing that happens is people raise awareness and then people look for a quick solution, which is 
honestly cancel culture, right? Raise awareness about something or someone did something silly. Next thing you're trying to do is deplatform the person. But that doesn't necessarily solve the issue, right? If you think or, about it. Or yeah? if a fake marketing rhetoric by the organization or the country or the person in charge. Exactly. P- people can, you know, use that to you know, ulterior motives and things like that. So honestly, like anything that is worth doing is usually always hard and hard in, in different senses, different ways. Either you have to be more, you spend more time researching about things or, you know, you actually have to risk a part of yourself or a part of your freedom to get some things done. Um, but now that we have all these things in our hands, you know, connected to the internet, like, yeah, I, I don't know. It's there's no straight answer i know you asked you asked me like you know do i think there's too much i would lean more to the side of yes there's just a sense that there's a lot of outcry about so many things but it's it's only it's only it's, it's only skin deep it doesn't go as deep enough right no like here's here's first of all i mean thanks thanks for that i did expect you to answer the question correctly i don't even know what the correct answer is myself mm-hmm. um, and for anyone listening that's also homework for you guys to do mm-hmm. um but here's a fun fact for you, right? So we are Nigerian. So 2014-15, right? There was that, that, that time when Boko Haram was bombing every Sunday. <laughs> it's not funny, but just the way... The way what? That, <laughs> like, when, when you started the topic, or when you started that sentence, and yeah. when Boko Haram came in, that was also the phrase that sort of like popped in my head. But I'm like, okay, he's not going to say bombing every Sunday. <laughs> because it just... <laughs> I don't know. It just, it just, I don't know. It just sounded like a kind West line, but yeah, go on. Oh. <laughs> Interesting. Well, yeah. when, when they bombing every Sunday, right? Yeah. Every Sunday. Yeah. I was in Lagos, right? We obviously you get punch on some punch newspaper in Nigeria. For those who don't know hmm. with the punch, you see they bomb the church, bomb the school, bomb all of that. Right. Now, every time we read that thing, I, I remember reading that thing. I'll, I'll be on the dining table eating Sunday lunch mm. in my cousin's place. Sunday and lunch, then, reading Sunday punch. Okay. <sighs> now, 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 that's the kind of West line instead. <laughs> anyway, back to my point. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I'll be like, oh, wow. And again, mm. I'll talk about it. I'm going to bed. Mm-hmm. Or we go play FIFA. Or we go out to yeah. meet the mother to go and drink and have fun. And the next Sunday comes. Again. Like, what's going on? What's this is very sad. This is that. And then we go out. Go pay for. We come back. And that's it. It was mm. a cycle. Now, this one, close to home, maybe not even worldwide at that point. I, I don't know where I was worldwide. I don't know where yeah. I was before or after Chibok. I don't even know. Yeah. But close to home, as you can imagine. And I knew about it. We knew about it. We were aware about it. Right. And there was still a disconnect. Hmm. Because it felt like, well, it can't happen here. Or there was a disconnect because we could not, I could not fathom what that really, 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 really felt like. Yeah. I knew what it was, but feeling is different. Okay, let me speed it up. Let me speed it up. I'm being too slow with my explanation. Fast forward to now, obviously, moving to the UK, etc. many years ago, many years later, rather. Mm. And then you're now hearing news from Nige still. Mm. Right. Same Nige, same me, 
and I'm in a different place. Yeah. Right. And I can't remember. Okay, I'm trying to I'm trying to think about think about think of, of an example of something that happened. Okay, let's even say, yeah. Um SARS. What's it called? SARS and yeah. SARS. Yeah. Right. And that one, I was proper shook mm-hmm. more than the Boko Haram one than I ever remember. Yeah. Why is that? Because I could imagine myself in that same place where those things happened. Yeah. Right. And I felt and I felt shook. But I was no more there. Mm. So you can argue that one could have argued that first time, first time saying that, well, you didn't you, you didn't react to Boko Haram because of the distance. Yeah. Right. Mm. But hang on a minute, I've moved away from Lagos. Yeah. Distance is equivalent, six yeah. hours drive, trip, plane, flight. But I was more shook because I can experience it. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Generally. Now, mm-hmm. okay, you yeah, say what I'm saying if I continue. No, no, actually, because it's like as you were talking, there was something was coming up was coming up in my head. But finish your finish your point. Okay, so both issues I've been aware of, right? Yeah. Different different emotional reactions. Yeah. Right. Now, if something now happened, let's say, I don't know, in Greece or in some place, mm. right? My emotional reaction cannot. Let's even use George Floyd. Yeah. My emotional reaction was not half of how I felt towards the Lagos thing. Yeah. Right? It wasn't. But I was like, oh, yo, this is absolutely messed up. Like, it was messed up. It was messed up. But emotionally, I I did not feel the fear as I felt felt when that incident happened. Yeah. Yeah. So, I think for me, it's like, there's a part to consider where there's a distance connection, but is that true emotional experience? Yeah. And I think because at some point, at, at, at all those three points, George Floyd, Ensas, and Boko Haram, I never lied to myself. Mm. The difference is that during, during George Floyd, or during Boko Haram, or during Ensas, I could have gone all, all, my, all my rants on Instagram, on, on Twitter, all of that. Yeah. All of that. But only one would have mattered to me truly. Hmm. And the others would have just been pseudo reactions. Yeah. Because I had every right to be upset that people in Nigeria were being bombed. I had every yeah. right to be upset that a guy was killed like that in the USA. Yeah. I had every right to be upset that people got shot in Lagos. Yeah. I have done that. But generally, how my heart moved was towards only one. Yeah. So if we don't take all these different things going on, hmm. Truly, truly, I know deep down that my heart cannot, cannot move for everything. Yeah. And I'm not being a, a picky, picky <laughs> choosing picky, your traumas. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not doing that. It's just a natural yeah. reaction of what's going on. Yeah. I think so. So, my yeah. question now is that is everybody, is it a case of we're just saying, okay, and I, and I just want you to know what's going on and fight with them and fight for things, and make a difference, which actually is a good step. I agree. Yeah. But it's also a subtle idea that you should have that emotional connection to everything because they're also fellow humans like us. Mm-hmm. But I'm arguing that I don't think our hearts can encompass all of that emotion for the world. Yeah. 
Now, I might be wrong, and this is maybe this might I might be wrong, but someone should just explain that to me. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like I, I think it's it, it's it's I don't have the answer to this. Like, let me not ask like I have the answer to this question. But as you were talking, like I'll I'll say maybe two or three things. So first thing was um Lagos floods, right? How floods always happen. Mm. You know, like when you see it nowadays, now I'm here and I see it happen, I'm like, oh shit, like pretty crazy, da 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 da. But there was a weekend where I was living in Lagos and yeah, it happened. Like it was shitty bad on Saturday. It was crazy. But guy, like by 12, once the thing, the thing was stopping a bit, streets were still flooded. Everybody was trying to get to work or get to where they were supposed to go. Like people went on with life like, shit, I have to get here. Mm. Yeah. Right. And I feel that sometimes, you know, we feel sometimes you can be very close to an issue. Like the Greece thing you mentioned in some videos of them evacuating people from the island. You know, there are some people that looked clearly distraught and clearly like, oh my God, my world is upside down. Yeah, even, so, in, even yeah. the wildfires in Australia earlier, earlier last, yeah. last year. Yeah. yeah. And in, the, in those same shots, there are some people that are really just like, you know, you can see their expression less like, obviously you can't exactly use what, they, what you're seeing on TV to interpret what the person is feeling inside. But I'm just saying that even sometimes you see some things are very close to you, but like, you know, you still don't feel that, like you said, that, that same talk on, on your heart for it and honestly i don't think that makes anybody a bad person or evil person i think we all have different connections and different routes to different things and we connect to different things in a different way how you felt nothing or not so much for for what's going on in the north like there's somebody else that probably has family living there and you know that's what's on on their mind like for me i think you know the the george floyd thing and you know all the things that go on in the u.s and all those all those kinds of places just almost a thing of like like how are you human beings this way? Like, you know, what's, what's exactly is, is wrong, but you know, there's some, there's such a thing as when you're exposed to something over and over and over and over and over again, it begins to numb itself. It begins to numb itself to you. Like that's, that's just, that's just life. Right. And so someone that's grown up in a war-torn zone, right? Like the first bomb that drops, it's like shit. The second bomb, shit. Which is right. a problem for me. Yeah. Such culture. Which problem? Because this is not trivial. Like people getting bombed. Yeah. It's a big deal. Yeah. But we've come so we've come so used to some places getting bombed that we don't even move anymore. What 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 I'm actually trying to go at is us being on the outside of everything happening around us. Mm. Us either being neighbors, further neighbors, or continental neighbors, whatever. Yeah. Is it good for us to know everything going on? Right? And if it is, what level of, of expectation are we supposed to are we, are we supposed to have towards it? Because just knowing things for knowing sake seems pointless. Yeah, because that's, that's what I was going to say. Because if your question is, should we know? I'm like, okay, yes, you know, but what? Like, what next? You understand? I think that's the important, that feels like the important conversation. Like, what next? Right? Um, because sometimes even when I share stuff, I'm like, okay, yes, I've shared it, right? Um, let's not even go to serious things. Like if I watch a really cool YouTube video and I feel like, oh, someone else needs to see this and I just share it on my timeline. Like I'm sharing it in the hopes that maybe mm. as, as I run into it at some point, someone else might run into it and it makes you know, a difference to them. And so, yeah, there's some things that that's what they, that's how you do stuff. But like, 
you know, like during the NSAS time and like I, we say during the NSAS time, like it's gone. Like, yes, the, 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 ex, like the whole, yes, the protests and everything have ended, but like, you know, it's still our lived experience every day. You still run into stories on Twitter of people getting picked up and stuff like that. So it's almost a case of like all of us, like I think we all rose up to this collective awareness of stuff and, you know, a lot of work has been done and it's still going on. Um, but right now, you know, I don't know. It's like people are just, people have just like partly moved on, um, in one way, shape, or form. Not totally, right? Um, and so it's like, is this is this how it's always going to be? Where you know something happens in the heat of the moment, and while it's still fresh, there's a collective outrage and collective you know disapproval of things, and you know it dies down a bit. Something else happens, another outrage. You know, it, it just feels like we're going through all of these cycles, and then once in a while you know, maybe there's a lot of work going on in the background and, you know, that rises up to the surface and something happens. Like, for example, um, U.S. elections and or what that, that one woman did in, in the state of Georgia or something. I think it was Georgia. Tracy like, Adams. Yeah, Georgia, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Tracy Adams, yeah. So, Stacey. Yeah, Stacey, yes, Stacey. So there's, I don't know. Honestly, I don't know. Back to the original question. Yes, there's something about being too aware about things, particularly when you stop at awareness. I think that's what the issue is. The issue that, that we stop at awareness, right? Like too many. And, and, and for people, for some people, because they can only stop at awareness because, or because they feel helpless, they begin to get guilty, yeah. feel guilty, or get, begin to panic, or begin to get sad. Yeah. And it also, it doesn't help that bad news naturally travels and impact us yeah. more than good news. Yeah. Right. But also, I'm thinking about it as well. So, like, when I watched um, Cispiracy, let me give you a good example of, of what you just said, the hypocrisy, the hypocrisy that we all have sometimes. Yeah. So, I watched Cispiracy, that on Netflix, like, a couple of, a couple of, weeks, a couple of months ago. Someone said I should watch it. Because she, she, she was like, oh, she, she's not eating fish for a while or anymore. Mm. I was like, oh, God, I actually love fish. I mean, I don't eat fish regularly. I don't, I typically eat meat and chicken. Yeah. But I was like, yeah, but if I go, I'm one fish, but just let's see this. Mm. So I watched it. And of course, it wasn't nice to see all of that happen. Right? It had an impact on me. But bro, just one day. Yeah. Because I began to say, well, if... If I if I take this thing to heart, okay. So the water that I drink, do I know how the water has arrived to me? Mm. My laptop that I use, do I know how many kids probably died of child labor mining the minerals? Mm. My ketchup bottle, mm. do I know where the turtles were came from and how many people, how many farmers were killed to get to get the land? Yeah. My TV, my Netflix remotes. Where does it end? Yeah. Right? The milk that I drink, I know this is not the milk that left the cow, <laughs> the cow's breast from the farm. Mm-hmm. Where does it all end? Yeah. And then that's why, that's why I was like, yeah, F this, F this <laughs> shit, right? I'm just going to keep on eating fish. Because I just felt, okay, this is not good. I know this is bad. If everything they said is true, because obviously documentaries have a bit of yeah, they twist yeah drama dramatization to it. Yeah, but, but like that, that one was actually a bit <laughs> a, a, a bit too much of a 
drama, yeah. to be honest, because it just seemed too scripted at some, some point. Yeah. But where would I stop my awareness game? Because... Do you know what? Wait. Let's not even go too far. Because the, the extreme of what you're saying is... Um, let's take global warming, for example, right? Oh, good example. <laughs> yeah, right. It's like, you know, there, there's camps that say, you know, we should recycle. There's so many things we're doing that are bad, da 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 And there's camps that say if every single individual recycled like 100% or 90% of what they were doing, you know, and you left all the corporations to be doing what they're doing, you know, the we'll still have 70% of the bad gases and everything. But the question is like, who, who are the corporations producing for, right? <laughs> you know, it's like you, everybody's trying to shift that blame. Like, oh, you know, even if I put this bottle in the bin, it doesn't change anything. But like you get, so, so for me, I'm like, we can all be happy-go-lucky and be like, you know mm. what? I can't care so much. But the thing about it is that like, Natural laws and things will still take place. And yeah, so which is why maybe when you see the wildfires, right, maybe accept it. Like, I, I'm not saying they should accept wildfires, but I'm just saying like, <laughs> I'm just saying like. like that back straight up. Yeah, 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 yeah. I know because, you know, death, destruction and lives and things. So I'm just saying like, you know, if you, if you choose to not pay attention to certain things and then the result of that comes across, then you can't be pissed and you can't be. I guess outrage is what I'm saying as well, but I don't know. Cause even the vaccine, I don't know this. So yeah. Mate, don't give up yet. Hold on. <laughs> so the global warming one is interesting. You know why? Because I remember when I was in prime, not primary, GSS two. Yeah. I, I, I did a project on global warming. It was, it, it was home economics project. Yeah. Said, I, I can't remember what, this, what she asked for it, but she said, do, do some, write, write about something. Mm. Right, and I don't know where I found global warming from, but I just found global warming. I remember coming to class, printing out, printing out, print, printing out, printing it out somewhere. You know, in in the IB and taking taking to class. Yeah. And I remember coming to class, and somebody asking me, "What is this?" Right, and I'm saying, "Oh, the ozone layers. This this is like 2003, 2004, there about yeah, four or five. Yeah, yeah. Like the ozone layers, you know, are depleting because of carbon." Yeah, you know, young me is talking about this thing. Mm. You know, I can remember this very vividly. And then, obviously, at some point, they changed the name to climate change to, to so that it sounds a lot more something anyway. And then now, me now is almost getting a bit concerned because ever since I saw somebody say. Someone on an on MIT's posts, right? They were like, a video call you make mm. contributes to 99% of something, <laughs> environmental concern, something like that. Yeah. But it was so misleading because what they were actually trying to say was that a video call actually has an environmental cost of 0, 0. 0.09. Mm. Very minimal figure. If you did, if you did the maths. Yeah. But how it was placed on the headline, yeah. Headline was making more dramatic by yeah. converting the mass to converting the mass to a very high figure so that people think it's, it's hard. A, yeah. And then I began to get get pissed at it. Yeah. Because I'm like, okay, now I'm taking a piss. Yeah. Right. It's, 
Yeah. Now you're taking the piss. Jungle. Now it's it's a, it's a performative <laughs> game. Yeah. Now. Exactly. Right. And and, and yeah. another thing is when you when you begin to overperform something that, that is real, you give the skeptics and the doubters ammunition room. Yeah. Ammunition to call you out on it. Yeah. Yeah. It's 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 the perfect, it's like the perfect or imperfect storm in the sense that you know we have we have this attention economy thing that is going on where you know there's the need to grab attention is like the it's gold you know currency. in these days yes currency and everybody's trying to mine it and get it and everybody is you know using that thing that really drives people emotion mm. um to really attract these things and the people that don't give a shit you know it's funny because you think about it that the people that are defining laws about climate change and everything don't be here to don't face, be here yeah don't, don't be here don't be here to Every- face anything like <laughs> Exactly what I'm saying. Like yeah. when when prime ministers, presidents just say, "Oh, we've just we've just signed a decree by 2035, you know, we'll, we'll be emissions free." <laughs> Fam, you will not be you will not even be here in four years <laughs> to, to see the launch of the foundation of that thing. Yeah, yeah. But in the moment, they are getting the credit for something that may actually be implausible to achieve because yeah. of very unrealistic targets you set. Yeah, but it moves yeah. everyone. Yeah, because, yeah, um, you know, conversations like this just get me, <laughs> yeah, they put me in a very interesting state, in a state of just realizing that, you know what, a lot of this shit doesn't, like, almost pushes me closer to my faith a lot of times, because I'm like, you know what, all these things that we're doing here, <laughs> last, last. Like everything is just like going up in flames in some kind of way. So, you know, if all all you hope for and all you dream for and everything that you're depending on is this life that is here, then like, I don't know, for me, that's a scary thought. Like, that's how I see it. And it gives me some kind of comfort sometimes, but it's also a thing of just, I don't know, for someone that dips things a lot, it's just very scary. Because I'm like, like I, I think I dip things a lot, but I kind of like pick the the smooth things to dip. Like, you know, the just philosophical things things that in some way shape or form yes they have an impact but you know i don't walk up i i don't face the reality of it quote unquote every day if i think about it but like yeah like i, I don't know like look at where nigeria is going to uh, and all of these things like i don't even know how this is connected to the conversation that we're having but i'm just saying like you know there's we're seeing it as mass migration people are trying to like almost every young person is if they have the ability to, they're trying to think their way out of the place and things like that. And, you know, um, yeah, That's like, it's, it's, it's not as much as you think. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But, but the thing is, the thing about it is that, and this is my problem with when, you know, we don't really pay attention to history. I know we made, you made this point that you then took back at some point about, you know, the importance of history. And, oh yeah, that was yeah. absolute trash I said. In <laughs> yeah, but what I'm just trying to say is that you know there's, there's just so many things that you know we're probably like reliving again in a different form, but we think it's very brand new at least in the in the shell that it presents itself. Because you know everybody's talking about mass migration. Was, was there no certain points at some points where you know that was also happening to places or I don't know, like I don't know, like everything just operates. No, you're like, right because yeah. it's feel, feel, it feeds back to the point of. Some of us think we are the most different generation to ever existed to push things forward. Mm. Welps, not really. But even 
I still, I still, that for me is still okay. What is not okay is when people spill out ideas that are very similar to the tragic ideas of the past, but they mm-hmm. don't know what they're spilling because they have not gone through history to read. Yeah, yeah. So now feels, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think one, one of the easiest ones is when I hear people talk about capitalism, capital, like capitalism is, is evil and I'm sure you should bring socialism, whatever. Like, do you know what you're, do you know what you're saying? <laughs> like, do you just know what you're saying? Like, have you just like, have you just like, okay, just say, okay, how far? Just let me check Wikipedia <laughs> and like, look, look at the dates. Do you know what you're saying? Mm. Right. Honestly, even, 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 even as council culture, we're talking about it. Do we know what that actually is? It is, it's not new for sure. I it's mean, not new. Jesus was cancelled. Yeah. Fair play. And, and I, I keep saying he was a good guy and they cancelled him. No. <laughs> and they killed him. Yeah. Yeah. But it is a similar movement or a similar approach to nations in the past that have been horrific, horrifically run. Yeah. For sure. Right? And I mean, I, and I won't say it scares me, but it doesn't scare me because I'm not alone in this world. <laughs> it doesn't scare me. I will say, if I if we go down, we go down together. <laughs> and, I, and, I'm, and, and I'm fine with that. <laughs> Bro, honestly, honestly, like, you know, there's, it, it might sound morbid, but, you know, it's the right, because you, you see some, I, you know, sometimes when these dipping things and just looking at the world and, you know, global warming, everything and all these issues that are coming up, you know, sometimes you just wake up and you're like, ah, like you know what, you know, like I said, it's it's kind of like you you just really put in a, a different way what I said. Where I'm like, you know what, at the end of the day, like the world is getting better in some way, but as a whole, like this is reaching some kind of point where boom, you understand, like the boom is coming, like where you would be the at boom that is point. coming, yeah, the boom is coming. It's, it's like this, where you would be either either people listening be- thinking we're we're over dipping something, <laughs> but. <laughs> The boom is coming, right? <laughs> exactly, right. So, and it's and like, honestly, like again, it could it, it could take another fifty years. It could take another seventy years. It could take whatever. And because of this boom is why I am so family family vibe on this podcast hmm. because you can't live in this world or orient yourself in this world without order in the simplest units of society. Yeah. Forget it. You can't. Yeah. You absolutely cannot. Bro. Absolutely cannot. <laughs> I, I, I know one thing here. It's a case of many of the issues that we're facing now, yeah, we'll say that, oh, well, um, yeah, when I was younger, I was raised this way. Mm. You know, this that's, that's all I know. I'm sure when I'm that age, it affects me. But guess what? All our values now, all our values now will be effing tested. When you have <laughs> someone else's so, someone else's life in your hands your kid mm. and you have to then contest your kid's values against the world's values and against the school's values and against the playground's values and you yeah. realize that yo <laughs> you can't right now, it's just something. us yeah. we're only orienting ourselves in this world right obviously we've got we've got milk yeah, we've got mom and dad there to help us but after some points they, there's a certain point yeah. your mom and dad don't have any they didn't even send you again so like, no, no, no 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 that's my point <laughs> yeah their value in your life changes. Yeah. What they bring to the table changes. I was telling somebody yesterday, not yesterday, I said, you know you're an adult when you go meet your parents. 
ask for advice or a question and the answer isn't anything more than you already know. Mm. And like, yeah, I'm my own now. <laughs> yeah. You go to them, you go to someone and say, I don't know what I'm doing. And what they tell you isn't anything extraordinary than what you already know. You know that, yes, you're, you're an adult. Mm. So that's, that's going to happen. I mean, for me, it's already happened. Mm. Right. It's happened for you at some point. I mean, not for you, you told me, but like, probably Everyone, yeah, yeah. Right. And when you then get to, uh, not, maybe not their age, but when you have a kid, if you want to have a kid and a family, you realize that, okay, you're then contending new things. Mm. So I, I'm not really worried now. I'm worried then because that's when you have to have those tensions of values. Yeah. In your family and that. <laughs> but once you have order in that environment of family, you're off to a good start. Mm. Yeah. I, just, I think, you know, one thing that, that also sort of like, I don't know if it calms me or maybe scares me or just makes me, I don't know, a different kind of way. It's just how... Like a lot of things that seem like there are a lot of things in the past, like five, 10 years ago, that were very big, massive things when they were happening. And five, 10 years down the line, sometimes even shorter, one year down the line, it's just social commentary, just one of those things that has happened. Like, as big, I don't want to use this particular one, but like, you know, for the last four years, and like Trump was always in our faces, like, always is I know I know I know that it deplatformed him but even Obama as well like he's not been deplatformed but like you know it was always in our faces a lot like and I guess this is also maybe more a thing about the US and how you know they pitch themselves as the center of the world like everything revolves around the US and so even we over here know so like I don't like, I don't know what's happening in Switzerland like I once in a while, you hear something happening in Australia. Switzerland. <laughs> see, let me tell you what Switzerland is, yeah? Yeah. Switzerland, you know those boys in school that they'll be at every party, cause all the chaos, but you never hear them. Yeah. They, they never get caught. <laughs> they'll be the ones brokering the deals and stuff. Yeah. That's Switzerland for you. <laughs> yeah. S- Switzerland was the one country who, in the Second World War, was neutral in court, but... Funding. Like, bro, you can't be, you can't have the money and be neutral, bro. Like, your money, they have, <laughs> yeah. I was watching, no, I, I'm actually watching a video on Switzerland like a month ago, and I was just like, it's a very rich country, like, it's yeah. well planned out, and yeah. it's a society that has trust and integrity built into the structure. Mm. And someone said this, and I think it was JP that said this, he said, trust is a natural resource mm. for every country, yeah, trust and integrity. And if you look at every country that functions well, there's trust on every level, level of society. Mm. When it begins to break, the country begins to break. Mm. That's why the US is like that today. The trust mm. is breaking between people themselves, people and the local government, people and the schools, people and the banks, people and the mid-state government, people and federal government, trust is breaking. And, that, and that's how you get a country to, to fall. Mm. Break the trust, break the discourse, this discourse, break the community, break the integrity. And then our country has no trust. Mm. Give it a, a good example. There's a reason why you won't park your car on a certain place and walk. Though you don't trust it. Mm. There's a reason why you, you won't leave your bag in a shop and go somewhere else. Though you don't trust the con- don't trust anything. Mm. There's a reason why you build a fence 
spend more money on something that you should not spend money on. You don't trust it. Mm. This is why you charge your phone hundred percent all day when it's light. You don't, you don't, you don't trust it. Mm. Yeah, and it breaks down the system. It's like there's a word I'm looking for, but it's one of the most. It's a fundamental human thing. Like it is what we have that makes us. I read it somewhere. I can't remember where I read it, but it said it perfectly. Mm. And you can't escape it. Mm. Look, look at Japan. Japan, Japan was bombed into not into. They were destroyed. <laughs> Japan have no natural. Do they? They don't. I don't think so. But they build back based on trust and integrity. Yeah. Every, <laughs> if it, if it's not trust, then is then then the system of control and fear mm. mixed with a level of ambition. Yeah. So let's say, i.e., our 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 people. I don't know. Let, let's say China, for example. Mm. But a country like the US is, I, I think, is breaking down. No, no, I think everybody who says this thing knows this. Is break, their fears is because breaking up because the trust is breaking up between the people. Yeah. Right. But, and guess and guess the funny part about this here. A lot of it is. What's the word I'm looking for? I won't say fake, but. Social media, man. Social media is just not a real world. I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't explain this. I mean, I, I know, I know we all know this already. I know everybody listening knows this already. This is not information. This is what we all know. Mm-hmm. But deep this, right? Just deep this. When you see someone face to face, right? Yeah. And and they bump into you on the road, right? You in your mind, you ask two questions. One was it intentional. Second, was it unintentional? Mm-hmm. Right, if it was intentional, it changes how you react. If it was unintentional, it changes how you react. If it was intentional, you, be, you might be like, "Dude, what oh, the hell?" Yeah. Right. What the hell? What's that? And you might go. If it was a mistake, you'd be like you never, you never look at it, right? Mm-hmm. But when we're online, we, we don't think about that thing. Mm-hmm. We we ignore intention. We only only like- forgot. Only yeah. focus on, on the outcome of that interaction. Yeah. But that's not even all. The reason why I, I, hate, I hate Twitter <laughs> to today is just, it's like, imagine all of us in a crowd, in a town hall, on a field, football pitch. And we're all just aimless. We're waiting for someone to raise a flag. And we all run to that flag. And, and when the flag is raised somewhere else, we run there again. Hmm. What do I mean? Every crowd you see around the world, anywhere, there's a purpose for that crowd. Yeah. Anywhere. ISI Assembly, we're there for a reason. Stanford Bridge, they're there mm. for a reason. Church, mm. there for a reason. BLM riots, there for a reason. School concerts, there for a reason. Every crowd has a purpose. People can come together for no reason. It's chaotic. But that's what the online world is. <laughs> well, but people could argue, for example. And that's why, and that's why, okay, give you give, give your counterpoint. Yeah, like, my... like, for example, sports, people encounter online to, you know, talk about sports. Like there's F1 Twitter, there's football Twitter. There's, I think what you're speaking about is a certain section Actually, well, the other argument is even within football Twitter and F1 Twitter, there's also all of these things, you know, going on. No, see, yeah. so, so, so the thing is, example is, there have been 
oriented by the real world still. Yeah. Right. So so for them at that point, social media is just a another tool, online step from tool yeah. to converse converse about that part. Yeah. But, but the idea of just existing on a platform and staying staying on it brings chaos because the purpose is driven by the train of the day, the flag that was raised in the air. Yeah. And that doesn't seem human like to me. Again, obviously, this is way over deeping stuff, clearly. <laughs> but I don't care. To be fair, like even I yeah. You know, today I had a thought. I almost I guess would they say deleted my like I I the thought to oh wow. No, no, wait, 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 wait. The, the thought to just like clean or remove myself from certain parts of Twitter occurred today in a way it hasn't really occurred for me in a while. Um, and it was a mix what of parts? what? What part of Twitter? What, what do you mean? No, 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 no. It's, it's mostly tech Twitter. Um, and you know, it, it wasn't, it wasn't like, I think it was more like a, it, it's been building up. We've had this conversation multiple times. Like, right. This year, yeah. this year, your, yeah. your vibe. Yeah. Yeah. But, 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 but this one was even different today. So today they were arguing about, not arguing, but some, some, I just woke up this morning and there was a whole thing about um, people taking multiple jobs and not disclosing within the tech space in Nigeria. And, you know, there was, the, oh, wow. Mad. Yeah. Yeah. So the, there were, there was the entrepreneur cramp, the people that run businesses saying, a lot of them saying like, you know, you can like, you know, it's unfair to take salary from a company and then you're still using the time. Yeah. To rest. Yeah. Yeah. And then there was a camp of the employees saying, well, if you were paying us well enough and, you know, we wouldn't need to take extra jobs. Like, do you think we would enjoy taking extra gigs? It's because you're not paying them well enough. And but guess came, what? Yeah, what? It's, guess what? It's not about the pay, but continue. Yeah. It, well, I guess the people would call, like, there have been different arguments. But what me, I was just saying was like, I, every camp had points they were making. Some people made their points empathetically. And some people were just trying to arouse emotions and just, uh, uh, uh. you know, um, and, you know, people. So there was just all of that. Like, it felt like a very negative space today. Like, the energy was just very, like, you know, if you hold this certain view, um, like, people. And, and honestly, we learned a lot today as well. Like, to just, maybe I'll caveat that. Like, maybe some people, you know, they're unfiltered. We learned about their unfiltered thoughts. Let's just say, let's just say that, right? Um, but just generally, just it just felt, I was like, yeah, this, this is too much. Like, it's too much for you. Yeah, yeah, it's just, it's just too much. Like, and I was just like, I can't wait for football to come back. But then I remembered, you know, even during football Twitter, there's sections of Arsenal, like followers and accounts that I've actually muted and blocked because everything from there is always doom and gloom like oh shit bro, this club we're not, yeah. <laughs> we're not meant for all this yo we're, bro we're, we're not built <laughs> not even social media smartphones themselves are not it is not part of our it's, it's not it doesn't work yeah it can't it helps us much, yeah. become more efficient in the world hmm. right it's a fantastic thing that helps people connect Network, make money, Amen. Get income streams. Yeah, gives people who who typically would be disprivileged. 
privilege, give them access to information. Yeah. Fantastic stuff. Yeah, bro. Absolutely. But the cons are not part of our evolutionary pattern. Yeah. And, and, and I use that word like I know much about evolution. I, I don't. <laughs> it's just a nice word to use in there. Yeah. But you're right. You're right. You're right. Because I, I'm like, if you think about some of the things that we've learned, like sometimes when I go, when I have a thought about something and like I just bring out my phone and just Google it and someone has written something somewhere, like for me, I'm oh, like... So, you know, that, that P, yeah? Yeah. That I just said. Yeah. I've actually found that interesting these days because I've realized that because we have access to information, we think we know stuff, but we don't. Oh, no. Yeah, I get that. Okay, I, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I, I get that. So I'm not saying, oh, I'm knowledgeable. I'm just saying that the fact that you can pull on certain threads very easily, right? Imagine if, okay, we wanted to do an episode on council culture now or whatever, and there wasn't any internet and we had to like find a library. Us mm-hmm. being in, me being in Nigeria or me, me being in Africa or being in Ghana or wherever I am, right? Like I'm already disadvantaged because God knows what library carries the books that mm-hmm. has mm-hmm. that information. Mm-hmm. So uh, I might want to know about something or at least not, maybe not have a deep knowledge, but like, it, I also even believe in like, why I like exposing myself to a lot of things is the fact that at some point down the line, you might not be able to draw the lines back to it, but everything has sort of like arranged itself in such a way to lead you to the point where you can make certain statements or hold certain views about, you know, different things you understand. So I'm like, you know, what if you lacked all those touch points? Like, and so that's the power of the internet. It's the positive power of it. But it's like the other side of it is that <clears throat> it also amplifies this other part. It's like, yeah, like I don't want to be one of the guys that says good old days and stuff, but yeah, I don't know. It's like, I guess the most you had, you had to deal with. But what if this is also a case of, what if this is also like from a dominant perspective, a case of survival of the fittest? And currently, <laughs> we're not fit. You <laughs> are among okay. We amongst the unfit. Yeah. What if this is everyone's evolution into being a cyborg, and we are now those who are unfit to evolve with the cyborgian species? This world is not my home. I am just passing through. That's God my... forbid. This is my home, please. <laughs> Ah, is this all your home? Are we not just passing through? Please. Passing, passing through where? We're passing through life. This is this is just a journey. This is not the end destination. <laughs> okay, yeah. <laughs> I and yeah. I get the journey journey yeah. metaphor, but the way you say passing through, it just sounds very sad. No, 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 no. Yeah, that song also has a sad, sad chords mixed into it. But what I'm just trying to say is that like um I think there are greater purposes than what we're slapped in our face with every day. That's just and my my biggest thing now is is trying to to plug into into just into something. I've plugged mm. into a few things, but I feel like I need to plug into more. Um, but the things that are hitting my face every day, they are saying, "Plug into me, plug into me, plug into me." I'm like, no. Even though that's it's like the easier path to choose. Like, I, I was talking to a friend one day. I was trying to make a decision, you know, like a career decision, sort of, and. You know, they spent all their lives. It's, it's kind of like if you spend all your lives doing, if you want to study medicine, for example, like up until a certain point in time, there are things that are well defined, like, you know, go to med school, do all of these things. Like, there's just all of these checkboxes. It's almost the arguments why people stay in school till forever because they're like, 
they just you know to think of a life hey, outside I'm, I'm, I'm there right now yeah they're right I'm, 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 I'm like yo what <laughs> going right and so you know some of some people decide to step out of that you know earlier but honestly i feel I, it's also a very weird space to be where you're the one that is choosing your path because it's like okay you then have all these options and then what if you pick the one that isn't right and there's just all of these things that but you see the thing is and i don't think it matters though okay no i don't want to answer the question because i think i feel like we're digressing from this conversation this is this much. is a this is a all over the place episode um <laughs> too yeah. much and that's and that's that that might be unfair to viewers okay or, or listeners listeners um we can do that in the off season if you wish but let's go back a bit to this idea of awareness yeah right so i think this awareness thing leads to the moral masturbation that i I spoke about yeah right and it's just the idea that some of us just it just feel like some people just trying to smooth their ego Mm. by saying i'm aware of this raise um let's fix this let's fix that let's fix let's fix that but again, I don't want to be that person. I think it's good that we raise awareness on things, right? And as you said, start, which is very important, some things require global awareness. Yeah. I mean, like, I'm like, look at George Floyd's stuff, like the entire world, like mm. the entire world. And that was good. Obviously, some people didn't do shit about it, mm. but some did in their corporations, yeah. in their in their company policies, in their country. So some people did some people launched investigations mm. again some were trash but some people were did it well so mm. there was some progress from that still yeah and that's good but also I don't I, I also don't want to decide what news is should be global and not should be global because mm. that would be me doing what I think the government should not have done with the COVID thing about businesses Deciding what's essential and not essential. Because mm. I don't think anyone has a right <laughs> to do that. Yeah. Right? And, and I don't think I have the right to say this news that happened requires global presence and this doesn't. Well, I might say that. I think that that's a bit unfair. So I won't do that. But there's a bit of moral masturbation sometimes. Mm where some of us want to score points, social points on what's the word? On 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 fake sermons. Mm. Right? That, that, that we don't practice in real life. So how, how do I how do I give an example of this without without discrediting people's lived experiences. It's going to be hard. Do you get, do you get what I'm going at? Do you, do you get what I'm trying to say? Yeah. Because it's like, okay, like, for example, like you, you said the fires, for example, right? Or the thing in Gaza or the thing in that, right? Hmm. People's life are affected. Yeah. Right? And anything that happens somewhere should be a global issue because if it's of that scale, let's know about it because if you know about it, we can prevent it from happening again. People decide on some things of interest to research on or follow up with, you know, awareness just does a lot of things, mm. right? 
But what I'm actually going for, I think I found it, is you as the channel of awareness creation, awareness fostering. What's your motivation for fostering that awareness? That's what I'm going for. So are you doing that to score points, to appear to be a sympathetic human being? What's your why? Yeah. Oh, actually, does it matter for me to even ask why? Because it's a case of the end justifies the means. You know, I was going to say that, that, you know, is it everything? It doesn't matter, right? Yeah, no, yeah. Like, is it everything in this life that we do that we have a strong enough why for? <laughs> like, I feel like that can also get quite exhausting <laughs> in a weird kind of way, I guess. Um, but let me let me think about it. Why do I, why do I see? I think, you know, we're all very unique and we have very unique experiences and we all connect to different things. And, and maybe the thing about it is for people that are sharing, for whatever reason you're sharing, right? At the end of the day, sometimes things get shared and that serves its purpose, right? Okay. Hold on. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Yeah. Sorry. Um, sorry for using my hand like that. Yeah. But here's a, here's a funny observation of, and I've also realized. Yeah. Is that people that know share a lot of things. When we talk. It's not top of mind for them. When we're in conversations. It really comes up. <laughs> okay. Hearing that, my argument to counter myself is, well. You're not a person. I'm one person. Yeah. You have. Your Instagram and Twitter is about a thousand followers. So that has more weight. Mm, do, you, do you get where I'm going? Sort of. I think. Because it's, if, if someone puts up a post on Twitter, say this happened somewhere. It is effing, effing, effing terrible. You know, big shame, effing, effing, effing that. Hashtag, 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 hashtag. And I see them later in the day. And it doesn't come up. Or it's not brought up. Or we're at a bar with friends. Yeah. Should that matter? Is that a reflection on the fact that the thing in, in the first place is not that important emotionally? Or am I being, being rational to just to think that because they put it up on the social media with so many emotions, it should bring it up in real life as well? Um, I think there, there are certain, what, what it might be is that there are certain circles for things to be shared. Right. And, you know, online is a place where it's like the general dumping ground. General dumping ground. Yeah. Yeah. So, so we might all feel different. Like I care about Formula One. I care about, you know, football. I care about, you know, you know, God and, and things like that. And my online, pla- like my, my social platforms are a representation of, of microcosms of that, right? Mm. Um, but when I'm, in ser- when I'm in church, for example, when I'm in, in a Bible study group, I'm not going to bring up F1, right? Because that right, is true. It's not, that's not the space for it, right? The arguments could be that, you know, if it's a serious global issue, then, you know, it should matter to everyone. But 
maybe we can balance that that out in a, in in a kind of way. But what I was going to just say is that things that I share, like I'm trying to think of why I share things, right? Um, because there's some things that I I doubt. Let's look at the positive side of things. So there's, there's this guy, his name is called Okairo. I don't know if you saw the post, but um, he's in film school in in the US. Um, and, you know, he was doing a go, he, re- he put together a GoFundMe to pay his tuition for his second year because COVID and everything affected how he did that. Now, a friend shared it. And I connected to that because, like, he's a creative, like, seemed like a super smart guy. Like there was just something very relatable about his story. Um, and, you know, donated something to it. And, you know, he's posted updates. I'm following him on Instagram now and, and all of those things, right? So now the person that shared it and I saw it, right? The person might not have donated anything or whatnot, but the person shared it and I, I saw it and I donated, right? So the argument though is that, you know, there's positive things like that that, you know, should actually get airtime regardless of yeah right um but then there's the other side where you know you're just talking about this but there's no action points like it's different if this guy just said oh oh my god this is another person that can't pay for school fees oh my god oh my god oh my god oh my god and then it stops there i mean i posted that i'm like ah another person that can't pay school fees oh oh my god oh my god oh my god but you know the post came with i can't do this but this is what you can do to help right which is why when a lot of the a lot of the things I used to share during the BLM thing was all was also like this issue. This is what it is. Resources this, and stuff. Exactly. Yeah. Resources. This is what you can do. So I think that's the problem. The problem is that resources are not the headline. There will always be like two or three tweets below. But everybody is just liking the first one and moving on. Like, okay, I put them my time and let me be going. So I think that's the issue. I guess. Yeah. So, yeah. I, so I think that's yeah. my issue, to be fair. Yeah. 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 That's my issue, to be fair, is what outputs is that participation what is it doing? doing yeah 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 exactly like because just sharing to keep up to mark attendance in the class it's what yeah. i call my moral moral masturbation yeah yeah but again you know there's little seed that you scatter by just sharing my but you know what's also funny as well yeah. is that yeah. <laughs> let me even bust it is that when some things sometimes when you don't share some things People exactly. come at you and say, why, why don't you share this thing? Oh, yeah, that one. That one's an interesting one. <laughs> that one that is happened a... to me. Yeah, no, no. I can imagine it happening to you. Don't worry. Um, not, <laughs> not, not to be judgmental. <laughs> that came out so wrong. Oh, <laughs> uh, great. Whatever that means, yo. <laughs> no, no, no. I kind of meant that, like, because you're very vocal about certain things and, you know, like you're the kind of person that you know you hold your stance on certain things and so the tendencies of people to want to challenge you on a lot of things that's just what it is that's what i meant by that right so like no like it's like you're very principled right and so if you've everyone everyone probably gets the sense that if you've chosen not to do something you've dipped it enough to choose not to do it and so they're like okay. right 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 so yeah, they're like well didn't share this thing ah okay that means they have thought about it okay what is Wally's reason for not now sharing this thing so that's right, right, that's, right. That, that's that's what i mean about that or maybe that's just me dipping it because that's what no I, no no i mean yeah. i i don't know whether that's the case but yeah. that makes sense yeah exactly because that's how i that's, that's how i look at it right and there's some things that i don't share to be fair um and in the brief moment i feel some some sort of guilt for not like oh you didn't share this thing or like sometimes yeah. i'm scrolling you know mi- that guilt is real that guilt yeah. is no, no. totally real yeah missing like missing people right 
I always tend to, sometimes I, even if, some, when I see like a missing person post, first thing is that I say a small prayer, like, oh my God, I hope this, I hope this person is found soon or at least found. Um, but then when I'm about to like, when, when the person says, just receive, um, receive your time, like da, 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 da. First of all, I'm like, okay, friend, I, I look at the number that they asked to call. If it's not a local number to my community, I'm like, Mm-mm. like I begin to rationalize it. But sometimes I'm like, you know what? Like you're following people that are, you know, in all over different places. But sometimes I'm just like, when maybe someone in Nigeria retweets something from some random place or someone missing and things like that, I'm like, okay, yes, you're helping spread the word. But okay, I'm seeing this now, but I don't know. Like, is it, I don't know. Again, like this is another thing of like me just trying to figure out like, okay, what, what, what is me liking this thing? What am I trying to do? Am I trying to spread the do, word? Yeah. 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 Do I believe that me liking this thing or sharing it actually is actually getting somewhere that could be helpful. It's just, I'm spraying in the dark and hoping it works. But it's like, okay, if it costs me nothing to do it, why not just do it regardless of whatever reason? But you get like, there's all of these things that, that go on, um, which is why maybe sometimes everybody's just like, you know, I'm just going to like it and share it. Like, if it does, it does. If it doesn't do, it, do, it doesn't do, but it's not like, but if I then don't do it, then I don't give it the opportunity for it to have an impact, right? It's kind of like the scattering seeds thing that I was going to say earlier. Um, but yeah, I don't know. But there's some things that I, like, as much as they're deep issues and whatnot, I will not, sometimes I don't reshare them because of who, who's shared it. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, or, or where it's coming from. Like, if it's like a CNN thing and, like, I read, sometimes I read the headline and I, I go into the article and I'm like, I wouldn't have reached the same conclusion as this. I'm, it's a very big shame how CNN has become so terrible. Our argument is it always sort of was. Um, mm. Once we enter this 24-hour news cycle, it just, everything just, like, there can't be that many important things to talk about for 24 hours. Yeah, yeah. And good so point. the results, the results, results will be shaft. Exactly. So that's, that's what we're facing here. Where, cause sometimes I see some, even have our business review. And to be fair, even we as individuals might be guilty of this. Like, you know, we just shit post sometimes and stuff. But I'm yeah, just no, like, I, I, yeah. I see even Bloomberg business on my Instagram. They, yeah. Like, they, I'm they, like, they recycled. I'm like, I know you posted this three months ago. I, I, Cause me, I have a very good pic, <laughs> pictorial memory. What do you call it? Yeah. So when I, I forget, I forget words that you say to me or things, but things I see. Yeah. Nah, staying in this head. It's not, it's not even the repetition. It's also like how they frame certain things to elicit some form of, I guess they'll call it yeah, SEO yeah, yeah, or yeah, whatnot. Yeah. yeah. But like, you know, like, I don't know the economist article I shared with you that was, I don't know what, I think we're talking about McKinsey and how it was just, if it was some, is the headline sounded like a damning article on, like the whole of Mancusian consulting. And yeah, I was like, I saw it. I was like, from The Economist? Interesting, right? So there's also that. Yeah, that I yeah. think it's just, it's just what you said at the start. Everyone's competing for our eyes. Yeah. So we are no more, we're pushing beyond the ethical and, well, moral, if people have moral <laughs> values now, yeah. of all these things. And just to say, well, what can make people click? To do that, yeah. And, you know, like I, I saw a tweet at some point teaching you how to wipe yourself off the internet and all of those things. Yeah, you, same, actually. Yeah, yeah. But to be fair, all of that just sounded like stress. I'm like, they can't, honestly, <laughs> like, like so much effort. Like, and then because when you didn't do that, it doesn't stop there because you're now in the constant state of 
trying to not put yourself online. So there's just there's just this constant tension. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a there's a guy on YouTube that I saw a video. He 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 did a how to did myself off, off internet in yeah. seven days. He yeah. did some longest procedure. <laughs> I'm like. Dude, this is a good video. You got your half a million views, but how are you right now? Are you okay? <laughs> <laughs> oh, my yeah. I don't know. Anyways, you know, as we've been talking about this, one thing that has been ringing in my head is, is this verse of scripture that you know, Jesus said where, you know, don't worry about tomorrow. Like today has enough of its troubles. Um, and honestly, like I've been trying to embody that a lot more, but it's like, it's a very, very tricky thing because it's like, doesn't mean you should live recklessly in each day, but I guess it's just the fact that there's a lot of things to be worried about. A lot of things to show. There's a lot of things to be grateful for. Yeah, exactly. There's a lot more things. Exactly. Grateful for. But yeah, man. Yeah, man. <laughs> F this. Uh... Yeah. You know, for everyone listening, um, I don't know. I don't know if I should say apologies because I feel like this was a different episode. No need to apologize. It's just this is kind of uh, we kind of took it in different whirlwinds. Yeah. But it was just a way to get this off our chest i think it was a uh it was one of the episodes that that have a lot of cobwebs in there yeah and you have to just clean through them to to keep moving forward but i think it's going to lead it's a good segue good prelude to the final episode of the season mm-hmm. which is next week yeah because that one then put some maybe a more melodic full stop to what this question is about yeah. in terms of not just social awareness but the theory of everything the point of everything and I guess when you guys into that you find out what I mean yeah yeah bro peace out Hey, hey, thanks for listening to this week's episode of 20s Combos. If you enjoyed the podcast, the easiest way to help out is to leave a review. Don't forget to subscribe as well. Also, if you think a friend needs to hear this, go ahead and share it with them. They'll be glad that you did. Trust me. All right, we release new episodes every Monday. But before then, don't forget to follow us on Instagram at 20s Combos. We post quotes, polls, and other interesting content and clips from each episode every week. So go ahead and follow us now. Till next time, take care and stay safe.